Well, hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Football Grumble podcast. With me, Mr. Chris Shanks. Good morning. So, probably no better place to start today than uh, Manchester City, Man United. Oh, had to be. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, it's a tough, tough one to take. Uh, obviously, six-three to Manchester City. Um, we won the second half. Yeah, <laughs> things to cling on to. Every cloud. And they made about six changes. Five, well, they made all five changes at that point. So yeah, forget about that part there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, there's there's the argument that you know United were all that bad. United, uh, Man City were just oh, that man. good. I don't know. The first half was was abysmal. There was no belief there from from the United players. You know, we've watched United teams even under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer that have got at Man City. Yeah. Do you think that's though? If if Man's Sometimes you've just got to hold Man City for the first... To yeah. concede an early goal. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's more about containing, isn't it? Yeah, if you can if you can stop them setting off on, fi- like, on yeah. fire in the first 10 minutes. Exactly. Or what have you. I mean, do you know what? It, it, was, from, it was from the get-go. As soon as Dallow picked up that yellow card, I just had a horrible feeling that it was all going to go downhill from there because, you know, as soon as you put yourself in that position, you get a yellow card inside... It was, one minute on the clock, wasn't it? Yeah. So, you know, especially the way that Grealish was playing, I actually thought he was lucky to, to stay on the pitch in the end. So, um, but that completely changed his game. And I think the lack of support from either wing as well, um, you know, we're going to touch on Anthony a bit later, but the lack of support from Sancho in particular, you know, not getting back and helping the, the, the fullbacks. Uh, you know, Paul Scholes made a, a little dig on Instagram on uh, well yesterday morning uh, basically saying you know do you remember when <laughs> wingers mid- midfielders used to support fullbacks and there's a picture of um of Keith, uh, of Giggsy and, and Beckham so yeah I was going to say I can understand that the thing is you've got an you've, you've you know there's an idol uh, an idol who was sat on the bench who was you know one of the first people who didn't used to track back and help out Gary mm. Neville yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo yeah and everyone wants to be like Cristiano Ronaldo nowadays, so yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna have wingers tracking back and helping no. out, are you? So. No, and it's a different game nowadays, isn't it? But yeah, you you still against a team like Man City, you know, you need everybody to be at it. And that first half, there wasn't one player that I thought, you know, it looks ready for today. Yeah, it was. I I don't understand why. I know it's worked, and uh, you before we. We started the podcast said about why would you change a winning formula, but I think when you play Man City, you do have to make a couple of changes, and I would have definitely started Casemiro. Yeah, he brings experience, but you know, and I'm not McTominay's biggest fan either. I'd, well, I'd have played Casemiro and Fred. Would you? Mm. It's not being used though. It's, I it's, think Fred, it, I think Fred's a lot more energetic and will harass and close down a bit more than any of the others. Yeah. They've not had game time together, have they? So it would have been a bit of a risk, a bit of a gamble. For United, but mm. they're quite used to playing together for Brazil. Yeah, they are. It's not like they're complete strangers. Yeah, there's, there's something about it. Obviously, McTominay's warranted his place in the team um, at the moment. You know, he's putting some really good performances, but I, I don't blame the team selection. Uh, you know, a lot of people are, are pointing the finger towards Ten Hag, 
as I say, it was a winning formula. But, but even still, with with Ericsson in there, it, I, I like Ericsson in there when you're playing against lesser teams because it's getting an extra player on the pitch, an extra attacking player on the pitch. Mm. And uh, Ericsson's clearly a very, very, very good footballer. Yeah. But when you're not going to have much possession... He needs somebody like a Casemiro alongside him. Either. Yeah, because... I mean, it's, it would be unfair to blame Ericsson for the defeat, but there's a few examples where he, they're running off him. Yeah, because he's not you. It, it's not his. It's not his first fault to play defensively, is it? No, not at all. No, um, you know, take take nothing away from him individually. I think there were a lot worse performances out there in yeah. red shirts. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but as I've said before, it's a bit hard to criticise Man United when Man City was so good. I won't let, yeah. let, let's not... Um, no, they were, they were brilliant. They were... Scintillating. They were, yeah. I, uh, well, I, I'm trying to... We've gone about as long as we possibly can without saying... Um, <laughs> the H word. The H word, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. let's talk about Phil Fedden. Now, <laughs> Harlan, then, how good is he? Let's just... Let's just talk. Let's just go full Highland love. Yeah, it's it's hard to describe it, other than he's a phenomenon, isn't he? Three hat tricks in eight Premier League games. Yeah, the fastest ever to reach that, and not just by a, few, a bit. By a considerable margin. I think the next was it Owen or and Van der Sarroy, Yeah, um, for, is it forty three. something games? Yeah. it took them. Yeah, which it's, is still incredible. Mm. But I mean, three home games, three hat tricks. Yeah. yeah, only Bournemouth. Have managed to stop him scoring in all competitions this season. That's remarkable as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair uh, play to Scott Parker. <laughs> yeah, but they did get beat. It just goes to show that I mean, was it four nil, five nil that game? Yeah. So it just goes to show even if you stop Ireland, you're not. You're only you're not focusing on one little problem of, of Man yeah. City. Uh, obviously, because De Bruyne and Foden. and I thought Grealish had a good game as well. Grealish was good yesterday. Um, yeah, um, Sunday was very very good. Um, he caused Dalla a lot of problems. Um, he's, 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 he's back to his more sort of direct running, isn't he? Yeah, and that's that's where he's, that's where he's, he's best. Good, yeah. So, yeah, you know, Phil Foden is a special player. Really, really special player. We've known this for some time, but yeah. um, Haaland is, is generational, isn't he? I love that third goal. Um, the, yeah, the, the cross from De Bruyne is... No, oh. no, there, I don't know if there's another player that would think... To put mm. that cross in, because the you're looking as the as it as the game was unfolding, you're like, oh, we'll just slide Ferdinand. Ferdinand was in acres. Yeah, but De Bruyne knows he's got Haaland just maneuvering him with like like a, with yeah. a PlayStation controller, and he's yeah, just absolutely put it on a. It's not even put it on a plate as such though, because I was saying to my to my dad, I was watching the game with as he slid in. You know, most people would just slide in and make contact. Mm. And Alan slid in and thumped it home, but he's on the... He's so direct, isn't he? It's a bizarre technique. Yeah. <laughs> like, how he's generated the power in the finish from that outstretched leg. Yeah. And it's it's quite trademark of him. Like, the, mm. the goal he got against Dortmund in the Champions League a few weeks back. Yeah. So high up. You'd think he'd be just thinking about making contact. Mm. But he actually generates so much power in the finish. <laughs> he's freakish. Yeah. He's unstoppable. He is. His frame, his mindset, his his ability is just sensational footballer and he will 
and he has already. You know, he's tearing. He's made us. Look, he's made me look foolish. I, I, I didn't say he'd struggle, but I, I, I said that it'll plateau a little bit, and he might only get. He'll still only get maybe twenty-five goals. Yeah, um, I think he'll do that before the World Cup. <laughs> so it's a scary thought, isn't it? I, I, I genuinely think he's probably more likely to get fifty goals than he will to only get twenty. Mm. Or it'll be nearer to fifty goals than twenty goals by the end of the season. Yeah, he'll Unless, score more than thirty. He'll score more than thirty-five. Yeah. Unless he, you know, he picks up an injury, he, he's going to be breaking records this season. He's going to get an injury, though, is he? Well, if you look at his history, he is quite injury prone and a lot of muscle problems in his career so far. So we'll have to see. Uh, that's maybe ju- me just being a bit hopeful. Been, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> how is he even going to get any? He's, you know. Well, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. It's science fiction, isn't he? He's not. Um, oh yeah, he's he's definitely from a lab. That guy. Yeah, he's 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 not gonna. I just can't even imagine him possibly getting injured. No, but you know, obviously, it was difficult for me to to process as a Man United fan. But I'm sure, as as neutral fans watching that game, it's just just in general watching Man City at the moment. You know, it's easy easy to pick up a, a ticket to go and see Man City nowadays. So you know, for any football fan. Go and uh, go, go and watch them. You do talk some rubbish. Don't you? I mean, they couldn't they couldn't sell out a Manchester derby. Where? Tell me about that. How can you not sell out the biggest game of their season? Well, because we've already had our biggest game of our season, and that's Man United Liverpool. They couldn't sell out their number one game of the season. It's all right selling. It's all right selling out games, but if you're going to leave at halftime, what's the point of going? Look, would you not have left at halftime? No, I wouldn't. I mean, it was an atrocity. Well, it turns out they missed three goals in a oh, second half, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, regardless, the result was the same. You wouldn't leave at halftime. I, I don't mean, care. What, what, what good is it to leave at halftime? I mean, th- th- look, the performance, they let down the whole just, uh, just supporters. Just sulking, miserable no. losers. No, I think it was... It's a grow up and support the team. <laughs> I tell you what, it was tough. It was tough to watch that. I mean, at the point where, like, you know, you just sort of, you've got an evil smile on your face as, as goals are going in. It was horrific. Absolutely horrific. And, you know, three goals flattered us in the end. Yeah, well, they did, yeah. But I think, as as such, Man City, I know it's a cliche, but I think they'd switched off a little bit. Mm. You know, yeah. they, they, they had multiple... Ch- I mean, Ake was playing left-back by the end, wasn't he? That's another thing as well, you know, when you see the team sheet... Um, you know, now before the game, and you see that Akanji and Ake are playing at the heart of defence. No Rodri, you know, that surely would give you some incentive to get at their defence. You know, when we've we've seen them playing, as gotta I get, say, gotta get the ball years. first, don't you? Yeah, of course you have. But the, then, then there were times in that first half that we did have the ball, and we were just giving it away cheaply. Mm. So. It, yeah, it's poor. Rashford was very poor. Sancho was very, very poor. What about the Ronaldo business? The Ronaldo business, well, Ten Hag came out in the, in the end and said... Yeah, which is a, a terrible... Do you think? Yeah, a little rubbish. No, I don't think so. He th- just doesn't trust him to... In that sort of game, Ronaldo's not going to have a lot of... The, he's, Ronaldo's got to do a lot of work off the ball. But what was the point? You're 4-0 down at half-time. There, w- there was no point. No, I mean, like, even if Bottle started him. Mm. Oh, no, well, obviously he didn't... F- feel that he was suitable for that game which is fair enough because again on form Rashford you know just picked up the Premier League player of the month so he was the man to start he'd have been better off that he would have just been better off saying well we was already beat and Martial needed minutes mm. yeah and in the end or just saying well I brought Martial on and he scored twice 
No, I, 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 yeah, I, I defend. I defend the whole. You know, leaving him out for respect of his career. That's a little rubbish. Uh, I mean, it's, why is it? You know, what? what why respect we... for his career? What does that even mean? Well, what's the point of playing him and putting him in there when he's got what? What can he do? You know, if they were two 0 down at half time, I could understand it. But, yeah, but the game was his, lost. Respect for his career. Yeah, look at him. He's the uh, he's the greatest he, player he, to he, ever play the game. He didn't need to be put into one that of, situation. One of, one of, one of the greatest players to ever play the well, game. He's certainly the greatest player to ever play in the Premier League. So, you know, why would why would you just, you know... For now. <laughs> for now? Well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> Alan carries on. You, you've got no leg to stand on with Ronaldo. Well, let, you only ever throw figures at me. Well, OK then. So Haaland would have to score 40-plus goals for the remainder of his career to even touch Ronaldo's numbers. Well, he's going to score 60 goals this season, so I won't worry about that. Yeah, we'll see, won't we? You know... We'll see. Nine goals off last season's golden yeah. boot. People, people need to start, you know, just reining it in a bit. Don't get too carried away. Because Plus, it's early days. But by your standards, Ronaldo's been playing in a Mickey Mouse league for most of his career. So, huh? which which league is that? Well, the Spanish one. Or any anyone but English, you normally what? call them uh, uh, some <laughs> substandard leagues. Uh, no, that was, that, was so. a, that was a Serie A. <laughs> Could have been any league. Hey, look. He was winning Champions League titles in the Liga. Well, we'll I bet Haaland gets one this year. You're not so sure. Time will tell. Right, but to be fair, our predictions for most of this season have been absolutely woeful. Woeful. <laughs> so, um, just, but, but, just because I'm feeling a little bit like self indulgent, let's just have a little bit of a look at the rest of the Premier League mm. of, of what, this weekend. Uh, so, we. Well, we both tipped Arsenal to do well. I didn't think we'd. We didn't think they'd be this good. No, they were, they were good. They were very, very strong. Um, I, I did expect them to beat Tottenham on Saturday. Yeah. Um, it, they always seem to do the business at their place. Mm. Um, I think in the return, you know, in the, in the return fixture, it'll be a be more difficult challenge. But um, no, they did very well. Um, but you know, if, they, if if Arsenal fans are seriously thinking that they're going to be competing for a, a title this year, they they can think again. You know, uh, we just watched how how long before you change your mind on that when they get thumped by Man City inevitably. Never. <laughs> how long? What would they have to do to for you to consider them title challengers? Because right now, a level of consistency. You know, we are only eight games in. More consistent than seven wins out of eight. Yeah, I saw him get brushed over by Man United. What if we're still, not a special side? What so. if they're still there at twenty games? What? Because I mean, you, you're, you, you, you're picking one game out of eight. But head to head, Man City drew with Aston Villa. Mm, yeah, but for, for me, I just we, we've seen levels of consistency with Man City. They don't need to prove anything. No, I. I I, I agree. I, I do think Man City will win it, but talking about a title challenge, how, mm. how many games before you consider Arsenal's title challenges? Is it mean, still there after twenty? I tell you what, with Arsenal, you're never sure until the end. Look at last year. You know they they bottled top four. But a, they, a lot of a lot of fans forget that actually, which is really rouses me because <laughs> <laughs> it really does rile me because yeah, you know, all these Spurs fans that are the, you know on on the other on the receiving end of it, you know, they're in the Champions League this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I agree. You know, they're, they're they're going to play Eintracht Frankfurt while Arsenal are going to go and play some Wi-Fi password in the Europa League. So, you know, at the end of the day, Spurs are, in, in my opinion, are still in a better position. 
you know, albeit they lost the game at the weekend. Um, Still third in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think a message to Arsenal fans. And I don't know, there's a lot of realistic Arsenal fans out there, but again, don't get too carried away. Okay, but yeah. Would you just not even consider them, even if it was not for a title challenge? No, I think they'll finish in the top four. But I think well, that's, that's well, as good. Well, well, if they were top on the thir- on the thirty seventh game, there's one game to go. How many points are they in front? <laughs> 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 no, I, I I tend to agree. I think they'll fall mm. a bit away, but definitely top four. They've, they've already a hundred percent top four. Yeah, um, we said that at the start of the season. I think they might even mm. they might even finish second or third. But yeah, because I think. Chelsea, United and Liverpool this season all look... They look off it. Yeah, so let's go talk about Liverpool. Brighton. Yeah, let's talk about Liverpool. I think, I'm, I, think I briefly mentioned it last week that the the new manager, Zerbi, mm. is known for a lot of attacking and not so much defending. Mm. And I think I said, oh, you picked Liverpool in your predictions and I think, I, I think yeah. I'd said to a few people that Liverpool of a 2.5 was a banker, which at 3-2, you know, I was like quite happy with myself. Obviously, Brighton came back to get the point. Mm. Brighton deserved to win that game, by the way. In my opinion, I think they did. When you look at Alisson, had to make quite a few saves. Um, <laughs> they were off it. They were massively off it. Liverpool again. I mean, Liverpool are off it. I just like, you know, you're not even hiding your hatred for Liverpool there, are you? No, come on. You I, can't tell me that Brighton didn't well, deserve to win that. Well, look, I think if you manage to score three goals at Anfield, then you're unlucky if you don't win. But I mean, you know, I've only seen brief highlights of the game, so I'd be one to say anything else. But Liverpool have got some issues, haven't they? They've got yeah, some a uh, lot of issues. Trent and Van Dijk. I mean, are as imperious as they were. No, I mean Trent's performance at the Salah's weekend not, again was very Salah's very not poor. scoring. Go- I mean, they're relying on Firmino at this mm. point to, to get the goals. So yeah, and you know, a lot of people are trying to point fingers towards the um, the loss of Mane, and I, and I. I don't think that that's that, that. Obviously, it's a factor. It's a big thing. It's a big thing, but it's not. You know, if even if Mane was still in this team, I don't think the performances would be much better. The thing for it's not really new for Liverpool because I mean the the other year, in between good title challenges mm. or, or winning the title, and last season's title challenge, they had that year where they scraped into the top four, didn't they? Yeah, they did because they had a good run at the end of the season. Yeah. They have the they are prone to these ups and downs. Mm. I still think you'd be brave not to brave man not to say top four, but I think the title challenge is gone. Yeah, I, obviously, quite clearly not going to win the title this year. The te- the, I mean, they are only ten points behind Man City with a game in hand. <laughs> but I think Can't see in it. in seasons gone by where you. you we've been foolish to rule them out, it's because they've had the ability to win mm. 18, 19 games in a row, more or less. Yeah. I don't see that this season. No, and look, they've, they have been unfortunate with injuries already this season, but that is part and parcel of the game, isn't it? So, uh, you know, they're slowly getting players back, but key players, you know, Virgil van Dijk, again, looks very off it this season. Uh, he's had some really poor performances, another one on Saturday, so... And, and Trent, I mean, he's so down on confidence at the minute. You can see it. Um, I, f- I think I think the issue with like these sides as well is um, once you know they were so like yeah imperious and they were so 
you just expected them to win for a long time and mm. teams struggled to even, you know, figure out how to score against them, let alone beat them. Once you start, once some teams start exposing them and their heads drop, other teams start going there with a bit more confidence yeah. to, to win. It's been the whole thing about United's downfall for like a decade. No one could go to Old Trafford and get a point. Exactly. And then everyone, that season with Moisey, everyone... Fancied themselves, didn't they? Everyone fancied themselves. And everyone was winning there. Mm-hmm. And that confidence is massive in football. And you, you headspace going into a game, you know, if you think you're going to get beat, or if you think you're going to struggle, you often do. But if you go somewhere with a bit of a confidence, like what Brighton are doing at the moment. I mean, Brighton must be sky high. The They're fourth, fourth in the league. Are they? Yeah. There's no fear there, and uh, you know they've had such a uh, an improvement. Yeah, I mean they must fans. They, I mean seventh place, a conference league place for them this season would be a huge win, mm. and they must really fancy themselves at this stage. Because it would have been it would have been a sting in the tail, wouldn't it? I mean they've they've got Tottenham, Potter. On, Tottenham on Saturday night, yeah, and they could go above Tottenham if they win. Mm. And um, yeah, so it's... which you wouldn't you you wouldn't say that they weren't win either, would you? Like, no. No, so, definitely not. The, the, you know they've already beaten United this season. Um, they, they've they've had some really good results and some good performances as well. They just look they're, like they're a unit. Like they're all on the same wavelength. Um, and I'd love to be able to see them carry that forward into the the rest of the season under new new management as well. Yeah, definitely. Because that, that that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's can they do it without Potter? Yeah, and they showed signs um, that they could on Saturday. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, th- when I was talking about being self-indulgent, I was also talking about the fact that I tipped Southampton to struggle, mm. and mm-hmm. Frank Lampard's team, Everton team, went there and won. They did, yeah, yeah. They're showing a lot of people laughed at me when I said Everton would be easily safe, and they're eleventh now. They are back to back. Is that back to back wins? It is a draw with Liverpool bef- not long before that as well. They look sort of quite steady. I, I don't know if I expect them to go much higher than they are right now, but no. I mean, you know, you can't. You, you can't. It's a forget. weird. It's a weird league, and it. You, 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 it's almost championship esque in that bottom half. Yeah, it is. You, you're never more than a. I mean, Leicester were adrift at the bottom, but now they're a win away from fifteenth. Yeah. West Ham were struggling. Now they've got a couple of wins. Fifteenth. It's just a strange... I mean, Palace are the surprise ones down there at the moment. Mm. But they were robbed on Saturday by Chelsea and the Thiago Silva and Ball. And yeah, yeah, very... It's a strange old season. Unlucky. I mean, Bournemouth are th- sat 13th. I mean, how well are Bournemouth doing? Draw with Brentford on Saturday. I know. After... I mean, it's a crazy season. Already, and we're only eight games in. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people laughed when I said Fulham would be, do well. Yeah, I did. I was one of those people. Um, I'm fully expected Forrest to be down there with the amount of players that they signed. And I mean, let's just get the our predictions for the start of the season was all three promoted teams to go back down. And I, uh, admittedly, we're only seven or eight games into the season. Mm. But you, the teams that you've got to get relegated are 8th, 13th, and admittedly 20th. 20th, yeah. yeah I, st- I, st- I still do think that Bournemouth, over time, because of the lack, lack of squad depth, will get dragged back into that. At least one of yours is in the bottom three. I've got 12, 13 for the 16. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you look at teams like West Ham, for example. I know they got a win against Wolves at the weekend, but, you know, really, they've they've been poor this season. You know, by expectations, you'd expect them to be 
in up there competing with the top eight. Yeah, so, yeah, as you say, funny old season. Uh, but one thing's always for sure is Man City dominant. Yeah, again. Definitely. Right, so Haaland, we've already, you know... Yeah. Run I, think out of un- I think we've undercooked it on how good Haaland was. Maybe, but you just run out of superlatives to describe him, don't you? It's, yeah. So we've, we've, we've come up with a... Because we think it's a travesty that he's not at the World Cup. Mm. Um, more so probably because we wish he was English. and Well, he's English. He was born in England, I suppose. And that's what makes he's him not, more frustrating. He's Norwegian, but he, you know, he was England-born, so yeah. he could be going to the World Cup. <laughs> How did you a different path? So we've, we've come up with um, a concept of, well, let's pick our best five-a-side team of players that aren't going to the World Cup. Mm. Uh, we was going to do 11-a-side, but picking a right-back came down to Soufal or Aurier. <laughs> we, sorry, with the caveat that we you, it's, a, it's a team going to the World, not going to the World Cup, but you could only pick one player from each country. Yes. So, I mean, you could have essentially picked Italy's team, but that wouldn't have been much... Wouldn't have been very fun. It's not very good content for a podcast. No. So we're going to go five aside, still with that rule mm-hmm. of only one player from the country. So, I mean, let's just go through some of the big countries that aren't going to the World Cup. So South America, Chile and Colombia. Yep. European, yeah, Italy, Italy, Sweden, Czech Republic, Scotland, <laughs> Austria. Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. These some of the teams that were, you know, at the last Euros. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ivory Coast from Africa, Nigeria, Egypt. So, um, and you know, New Zealand. So, there's 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 some big, big shock San Marino out there. <laughs> big, uh, big, big nations. Not going to the World Cup. Yeah. Which allows you quite a big pool of players to choose from. Naturally, it's the overloaded with attackers. Yes. Um, so let's just both agree that Haaland's the the striker. In he's that he's leading the line. Was was there any other Norwegian players you was tempted to put in? Um, Odegaard. Odegaard. Yeah. Quality, you know. Um Other than that, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so we'll start with right, so Haaland's in the team. So who are the other four players? Okay, so should we start so, keep, keepers? Goal. Yeah. So there's there's two options there. Two fantastic goalkeepers. Two of the world's best. Yeah. So we've got Jan Oblak. Yeah, and Donnarumma. So I'll let you go first because because I think if you was picking an eleven aside team to get an Italian player in, you'd probably go. We looked at Venucci or Verratti, but in a five aside, mm, I I would still go for Jan Oblak. Yeah. They're in another, is he Slovenian or Slovakian? One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> you aren't having any of their players in, was my point. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, yeah all black in goal. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going for all black. Are you playing one defender? Yeah, I'm playing one defender, yeah. Because we're struggling with defenders, so. Um, my defender is quite a versatile defender. That's not how I'd describe Victor Lindelof. <laughs> or Willie Orban. <laughs> no, I'm going David Alaba because he can he can do it all. He can do. Yeah, know, I, do you know what? This could get boring because. Um, do you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna change man. But go on. Cool. Okay. I'm gonna go Zinchenko. You're going Zinchenko. Yeah, nice. just because if yeah. I just keep picking the same players as you, it's 
<laughs> rubbish. It's not a good concept. S- similar point, though, Zin- yeah, Zinchenko, Vestal. Yep. Five side, you don't need to defend much, do you? No, true. Just energy. Energy and two touch. Yeah. So you go your midfielder first, then? Well, I'm oh, going to have oh, Verratti. Are you going to have two, two midfielders? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one's a. Well, it's Verratti, Salah, and Haaland. That's my. Verratti, Salah, and Haaland. So Zinchenko, Salah, Verratti, Haaland. I think. Okay. Um, right. Again, I'm going to be different. Uh, and I'm going to go African. I'm going Frank Kessier. Kessier. Yeah. So he's going to be um, my spine. Yeah. And then, again, a bit controversial, but I'm going to go Luis Diaz over Salah. Is that for form or the fact that... I'm going on form. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I would prefer... Famously how these sort of <laughs> predictions... Not predictions, these best teams go. You go on form. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Luis Diaz. He looks the uh, the brightest spark in the league this year. And then obviously with Haaland up top. Yeah. I mean, just we was going through it. There's, there's some big honourable mentions. Yeah, I mean, well, when we was trying to do our 11, there was, you know, looking at left back, it was Scotland. We was going Robertson or Tierney. Mm-hmm. Well, our back, yeah, we had like a back four of Robertson or Tierney, Alaba, Benucci. Yeah. And then we was going so far, weren't we, I think. Yeah, that's where we decided it would be a five-a-side team. Yeah. <laughs> like, even, even midfielder, you're like, it was Kessier. I mean, we was looking at Vidal from Chile, weren't we? Yeah. And then, Milinkovic, Savic. Mm-hmm, Serbia. Suchek. But then we already have Sufal, I think. Sabitza. Yeah. Bayern Munich. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ozinchenko, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then there is a lot of attacking talent when you when you think of it, you know. Yeah. Haaland, Salah, Diaz. Kulusevsky. Kulusevsky. Falls, even Falls, big Mares. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's there's some great players not going to the World Cup. There is. Mm. I did see a, a tweet, a good tweet about Haaland. It was um, uh, Mark Watson, the comedian. He was like, we need to find a way of... Uh, th- th- there should be a rule that every, every team at the World Cup can play Haaland for a maximum of 30 minutes. Just like a super sub thing. Yeah, that'd be entertaining. Yeah. It does. It, it is weekends like this where you think, ah, oh, just, just imagine Haaland with Kane just playing behind him. She, I mean, Shearer will be getting panicked about. Oh, without a doubt, his yeah. Premier League record. Yeah. Well, he he made a mention to him, didn't he, on the first game of the season? Yeah. Two hundred and fifty odd to go. So yeah. I mean, how many how many league goals has he got now? The thirteen. Is it fourteen and ten? No, yeah, well, it's, it's rem- we've already lost count. That's how that, <laughs> <laughs> that's how good he is. <laughs> it's he's, it's insane. Well, he's got three home hat tricks. Yeah, he scored away at Villa. They scored well. It's got in all but one game. Out of eight, he's done all right, hasn't he? Yeah, player stats: Ellen Haaland, fourteen goals in eight games. Yeah, fourteen goals, eight games. Yes, it's remarkable. He scored double the amount of next best Harry Kane hmm. I mean he scored double yeah there was a stat seven seven in eight is pretty good by the way Harry Kane it is no one would be yeah that, that's human yeah <laughs> it's like, he's alien <laughs> it's like what I, I, 
I don't know where I was because I was thinking about this in the way like I've got a lot of love for Harry Kane, but just looks ordinary now because he's just doing normal. <laughs> he's just doing very good things, isn't he? Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got a freak, <laughs> a freak of the week. He is. Yeah. But it's great to watch in the most entertaining league in the world. Yeah, just not when it's against Man United, is it, Chris? No. No, but sometimes you've got to sit back and just admire it and appreciate it. And, you know, I've had a lot of Gary Neville over the weekend. And, you know, he, you know he's just, he says he's unplayable. Yeah. Um, he is. He's, I've, I, we, we said it before we came on air, and I can't think of another player other than Messi and Ronaldo that I've been this blown away by. Yeah. I know there's Mbappe's. But for me, Haaland is, I mean, he is the best player in the world right now. Yeah. And I try and argue that. It's, you know, he's just incredible. Yeah. And it hurts. How many goals, <laughs> how many goals are going to get this season? In, um, in the league. In the league. In the league. So he's got 14 already in eight games. <laughs> By my calculations. <laughs> on, that, um, on that current trajectory, he would get... Um, which he ain't gonna do, but it would be what forty-nine goals. Forty-nine goals. He'll, if he, he, if he carried get, on at fourteen, he yeah. will get forty goals this season. Forty Premier League goals. So he's he's gonna he'll break the record. His 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 things are gonna go down. His stats are gonna go down. <laughs> yeah, they've got a level out. They have, they've got a level out. <laughs> Uh, do you think he'll play every game this season if he can? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So Pep doesn't rest him for Champions League games because that's the grail, isn't it? That's that's my only thought behind it. Is it'll be well, it'll be well rested when the international when the World Cup. True. Comes around. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, I mean that's the scary. I mean that's even that's. I mean we've just said that Salah and Diaz. I mean that's a good thing for Liverpool as well. So their best players are going to get a bit of time off. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean Trent included. What's that? Trent included. Yeah. Thank God Lindelof's getting a bit of time. Yeah. Well. <laughs> right, go on then. Right, just quickly before we go, um, our predictions for this week. We've been terrible so far. You did, Liverpool. you did Liverpool last week. I did yeah. Sheffield United. Um, both drew. Yeah. So we're, we're, we've gone from, we've almost like <laughs> gone for a free hit this week, haven't we? We've gone big. Yeah, we're putting I, our neck on the line. I've gone for a struggling Palace to beat Leeds United at home, mm. which is a two-pointer. And you've gone for the very first ever draw prediction. Mm, I'm going for Arsenal to draw against Liverpool. <laughs> why not? Why exactly? Why, why not? not? I mean, if Liverpool can't beat Brighton, and some of the predictions that we've made have just been like you know odds on to the extreme, so might as well pick big prices. Aren't yeah, we? <laughs> just be brave. Be brave. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut this one short. Um, thanks for joining us again. Um, yeah, next week we'll see. You know, if we've managed to get a prediction right, <laughs> um, we've got the Champions League to think about because that starts again tonight. It does after the international break. Yeah, see how many goals Haaland scores this week. <laughs> <laughs> right on that note, well, uh, yeah, see you until next, next time.